0: welcome to another episode of the force for girls podcast i'm ricardo
1: i'm courtney hello and today you're joining us for an extra juicy topic we're going to be talking about fancy excuses so what in the world does that mean but let's get started
0: Fancy excuses, Courtney Carr. Yes. Ooh, I think we came up with this. I haven't seen this anywhere else. I think this is a Forest for Growth exclusive. And let's tell a little bit about the story before we go into it.
1: Okay. So I'm not sure Ricardo remembers all these details, but I I do because I'm an elephant. So basically, a few years ago, we had done a lot of good work in getting me over a hurdle as far as confidence goes. And I, this was in regards to me writing a book that literally, I, I literally have mapped out and planned and typed up and some of it published it. Uh, so anyway, this is circa 2017 or 2018. And basically that we had already done so much work on getting me to this point. That's where I really need to highlight this. And so I call my friend. And I'm like, and in my head, I'm like, I need some legal advice. I need some. Well, what advice do I need? I don't know. Okay. Let me call Ricardo and see. And basically I was talking to you about like, okay, well, I need to get my copyright done. I need to trademark this phrase. I need to trademark this. I need to do this. (laughs) It was just this long list of things that you were like, um, back up, back up. So basically, you were like, you're just giving me fancier excuses here. So we're still doing the same thing, the same pattern still happening. Uh, (laughs) And he was exactly right, because I was just looking for another thing to feel like I was working on my goal. But to be honest, I wasn't working on my goal. I kept finding like these time wasters or time fillers, which I'm not saying you don't need to copyright your stuff or trademark your stuff. That is a part of business. Yes. But if that is what you're doing and waiting to get started, it's not the right step or you just have them out of order, right? Like once you get going, once you gain popularity, yeah, you trademark that phrase. But before anyone knows what the phrase is, why are you like, why are we talking about consulting with a lawyer? Are you kidding me? Definitely was not in the budget for that. So it's just funny to me looking back it was funny. I've repeated that pattern in some ways, but that is actually when the term fancy excuse came up.
0: And it has evolved since then. It has evolved since that conversation to be a blanket statement that Courtney understands when I say it. Now, let me break it down. Yes. First of all, let me put a little asterisk warning sign here. If you have a clinically diagnosed issue that, you know, is clinically being treated like depression or something like that, or severe anxiety, we're not talking to you. Correct. Okay. However, if you continuously use the same excuse, oh, I have the fear of failure. That's why I'm not doing this. Oh, I have the fear of, fear of failure about that too. I have the fear of failure about that too. And then
1: when that person gets going, oh no, I have a fear of success, right? Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. 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 That's may or what may I'm not talking about. And now let me back it up even a little bit more because now that I'm thinking about it out loud, One thing that happens when we go to self-development events, we learn all these things. We learn all these new words. We we learn all this new terminology, right? When we read a new book, go to a new seminar, attend a webinar, talk to a friend, talk to a coach. We learn all these new things. And let's just take the fear of failure or the fear of success. Let's just say you never heard of that concept before. Mm -hmm. And... You know that you want to do something and you never really fall through. You don't really get going on it, right? Then you read this book for the first time and it talks about the fear of failure and the fear of success. And you're like, that's it. Yeah. That's the moment that your fancy excuse is born. Yes. Because you went from, well, I'm feeling unmotivated or I'm kind of lazy or I just don't have the energy to, nope. It's not none of that. It's the fear of failure, or it's the fear of success. Yeah. And now that's the blanket cover. Oh no, it's not because I'm lazy. Yeah. It's not because I don't want it. it. It's it's not my fault. It's the fear of success.
1: Yep. And or may the fear I ask, of failure. What does any of that help you with breaking that brick wall in front of you down so you can actually proceed? You know, does any of that actually help you? get one step farther to your goal or does it build a whole new partition in between you and your goal that you're calling something else, just trying to diagnose it, you know, Correct. but just to highlight, none of that helps you. None of it. None of it helps you. Like if it's something you can identify a pattern and work through it, but if you are holding on to that and saying, this is where I am, this is how I'll always be. That's a danger zone right there.
0: Yes. Yeah. So let's go on. So, okay. So now you're all about, oh no, it's the fear of failure. It's the fear of success. And then over time, that excuse starts to feel worn down. So you pick up another book or you go to a seminar, or you talk to a coach or you talk to a friend, right? Mm-hmm. And they say, well, that sounds like self-sabotage to me. <laughs> oh, well, I had it wrong this whole time. I've had yeah. it wrong this whole time. I thought it was the fear of failure or the fear of success, but
1: it's not. I'm a self sabotager. I'm yeah. a self
0: sabot. That's it. That that must be it. It's not because I don't really want it. It's not because I don't really want to do the work. It's not because I don't have the energy. It's not because I'm lazy. It's because it's self sabotage. Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: Identifying with another one.
0: Yep. 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 But it's not. It's not ever your fault. It's self sabotage. There's right? nothing you can do. This is just this is the thing. This is what it is. This is the missing piece. I didn't realize that I was self-sabotaging until I learned about what self-sabotaging was.
1: Yep. And then another layer. So then you learn, you dive deeper on self-sabotage and what that is. And Jesse so lovingly put some examples in here. So it comes up then of the fear of not being enough or the fear of not being loved. And these are very real fears. They look yes. very real
0: Emotions. feelings
1: and emotions in your body. We do not want to discount that or just jump over that at
0: all. No, we're not saying that.
1: But how do we dissolve it? How do we turn that energy into something else? You know, so yes, you do need to look at why you're self-sabotaging. That might be because you don't feel worthy. That might be because you don't feel love. You don't love yourself enough. So these all are very valid things, but the whole point we're making is you don't just stay there. You don't Correct. just sit here and say, "Well, that's never going to happen because I'm a self sabotager No, no, no. So you keep moving through it because each of these are layers being revealed it to is. you.
0: It is. But what are you? And doing this is it? kind of where it gets a little sticky, especially with me and things that I'm noticing around people and patterns and stuff, is because sometimes we tend to use self-development as a cover, as A reflection of instead of looking in, which that really is what it is. When you start to grow and you start to develop yourself, it's about looking inward. Mm -hmm. But at some point, sometimes we tend to use this material to find the reason to why we're not doing anything, but then don't do anything to change it. Yeah. Yeah. So then we just live with that story. We just live with that story.
1: We build on to
0: it. We, yeah, and then we build on it without really doing anything to change what it is, without really doing anything to fix the issue, without doing anything to grow. So if you read a book and you hear about the fear of failure, oh, okay, let me start working on conquering this fear of failure. Okay, it's the fear of success. Let me start working with someone on the fear of success. Oh, it's self sabotage. Let me start working with someone on this or whatever the case may be. Right. Mm-hmm. Versus, oh, well, that's what it is. Yep. Yep. That, yep. Uh, yep. I, I knew it wasn't me. I knew there was a deeper issue here. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And then what ends up happening, and you can always identify what side of this you're on, is if you're growing. Or when someone asks you why you're not moving forward on your goals, you say, oh, I have a fear of success. Yeah. Yep. And, and that becomes your reason.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You don't talk about I'm working through my fear of success. I'm working through my fear of failure. I'm figuring that out. No, you just throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I self-sabotage. I'm just self-sabotaging. Oh, well, let me walk yeah. away because I had yeah. to self-sabotage.
1: You know the mis well it, the misleading thing about fear is that it's it's a physical feeling. It's a physical thing. So what do you do to drive fear out? You have to do something physical. And this sounds crazy, but like when you are having that fear creep up and if you don't know what to do, jog around your block. You know, do something physical over nothing, but like if you do have a few clues in certain area, okay, so if self-sabotage is a thing you're hooked on right now, how have you gotten yourself through you as your own mentor, gotten yourself through a moment in life where you felt like you were sabotaging yourself and then you flipped it? Or who do you know who has dealt with self-sabotage? And can you ask them, hey, just can you give me three tips of how you got out of that or how you stay consistent, not being that? So aim for people who aren't still self-sabotagers, you know, uh, but you, you have to confront it and flip it into something. That's the whole thing is I get that fears are real. Trust me. I struggle with anxiety, but you got to flip it into something as quick as you can. And that's the whole point of the growth is it is hard at times. You do, you hit a brick wall. You're like, I feel like I'm sabotaging every percent of, Anything within me that could make this work. And I'm just like coming through with a sword. You know, that is the time where you need to, you probably need to sit still, meditate. You need to go inward. You need to talk to somebody. You need to talk to your past self that conquered things, a warrior inside you, you know, and just flip that. And when you get an idea that feels like the right next step, take it. It might not work out, but the whole point is you're not sitting there in that self sabotage or that fear of failure jail sale. The yes. gel cell gel gel that you're making for yourself.
0: All right. You ready for part two on this topic? Yes. So part one, we're learning these new terms. We're learning these new words. We're learning these new things to describe how we feel. And then we stick to it as an excuse without real growth. That's part one. Okay. Part two is these fancier words that we use to describe our emotions, to describe the situation, to describe the feelings. that amplify the situation mm. because we heard someone else use it or we heard someone else use a fancier more powerful word and we're like "Ooh, i'm not just stressed i'm overwhelmed mm-hmm. which what what emotions are these two words going to elicit inside of you?
1: big like dark a, ones
0: <laughs> yeah like stress might be a five stress is still not good oh that stresses me out might be, you know, three or four, maybe five on a scale of 10. But when you start talking about I'm overwhelmed, that cranks it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. That cranks it up.
1: Yeah. It's just like the weight. you feel the weight on your shoulders versus, and this is a Tony Robbins reference, but he always says, instead of overwhelmed, say maximize. Yes. So it's, it's just, it awakens different feelings in your body.
0: So that's the other thing. So now instead of just fancy excuses, which it kind of fits with the fancier word, but the fancier the words get, the more powerful they get. Yeah. The more simple the words are, the less the, the least, the less powerful the emotions that they bring out in you. So let's take stress. Overwhelm is on the extreme side. Mm-hmm. No, then you got other words. Yeah you know, and we're still talking about stress, right? Mm -hmm. And then we go on the other side. Okay, I'm overloaded. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: What's another less powerful word? I'm doing too much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I have too much on my plate. Correct. Yeah. And we're
0: doing, and we're describing the same situation. Essentially, we're just using different words and they bring up different emotions. So let's just take the Stressed example. Let's just say you've never heard the word overwhelmed before. Never. And you just always like, okay, I'm stressed. I'm just so stressed. Then you talk to someone, you meet someone, and they talk about overwhelmed. You're like, ooh, okay. That's fun to say. That's better. That, that's, that, that encompasses more about what I feel. It's not just stress. It's overwhelmed. So let's Byron Katie it. Mm-hmm. Who would you be? If you didn't know that word. A little bit more free. Yeah. If you never learned that word, who would you be?
1: Would you really tell yourself all the limitations you currently do? Mm. Or would you feel like you are you can just surpass any of those? Mm.
0: And again, if you've been diagnosed with something, you're getting help, you're getting therapy, you're working through something, we're not talking to you. We're just talking in general, just a blanket observation that we've made and something that I've caught myself and me and Courtney have had several discussions, even brought them up on several topics, but we're just going into detail about these fancy excuses, these fancier words that they don't really help us. Right. They don't really help us. And then it starts to get even more serious when you start reading like psychology papers and real deep insightful stuff where you start to self-diagnose yourself. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what comes first? The issue or the diagnosis? Ah, well, I mean, it's you know, toss that that's a toss-up, right?
1: They amplify each other, though, that's for sure.
0: Correct. But, I mean, if you are in that situation, go get some help. Go talk to a therapist. Go hire a counselor. Go hire a coach. Go work with someone that can help you work through this instead of just looking for the diagnosis, instead of just looking for the issue. Mm -hmm. You can sit here and read books to figure out what's wrong with you. And you'll always find what's wrong with you.
1: Okay. So I just have to say it. So if you are one that is struggling and maybe you need to talk to a therapist or you are dealing with more extreme emotions in this realm, your feelings, honor them, honor them. Okay. But you just need to do something. So like go talk to somebody, go talk to a friend or just have a buddy that you can call a code word and just be like, I need to talk about anything else for five minutes, you know, or something. But my point is those phases don't last forever. Those moods don't last forever. They do feel extremely dark. They do feel extremely permanent. They don't last forever. And that's where we say the power of just talk to somebody. Just get, get a few more minutes down the line and figure out what tools do work for you. You know, so if I was trying out calling my buddy Ricardo just to get me out of that mood and we don't mesh that way or something, try a different friend, you know, don't stop trying. Okay. And I really want to highlight that doesn't matter what level you're at. You can overcome anything, anything. And, but just if, if you are, especially just feeling paralyzed right now, just move start with just moving I don't even care the direction just get up and move okay yes. and then from there once you're up you can then you can see better you know you can see the horizon more you but get up get up and but literally metaphorically speaking if you're doing this on your goal if your goal like picture if your goal is just laying in bed depressed it can't get out of bed oh I can't I can't do that so okay well what would you tell your goal to do that and tell that to yourself I mean it's a silly metaphor but when you think of it as you making the choice to keep your goal down, you see your perception opens up and you can see how you're in control of a lot more of this than you thought. And technically we're controlling all of it, but we don't want to discount that these feelings are intense and they're real and they're in your face and they do paralyze you. But the metaphor is true to flip it, to flip it. So whether that's you yourself, whether that's an action item, you're just scared of that one thing, do it, just charge at it. And it's only really going to take a few seconds of courage. That's All it typically amounts down to, but it's a muscle. And the more you work this muscle, the more the next time a fancy excuse pops up, you'll call yourself out. You'll be like, Courtney, what are you doing? Like, come on. That's just a literal excuse with like bedazzled and jewels on it. But that is an excuse to, you know, the end of the day. So come on, get up.
0: The number one thing that you can do to get over those fancy excuses or those fancy words is ask yourself immediately, what are you going to do about it? What am I going to do about it? Ah, mm-hmm. uh, There's that self-sabotaging and okay, what am I going to do about it?
1: Yeah.
0: I'm going to try again. Remember that it's a lesson and not a failure. Yeah, Keep pushing forward, whatever it is. What are you going to do about it? And then really stop. Using the them. Stop using the fancy excuses. Stop using the fancy words because then you're just affirming them. And if you keep on thinking about everything that you do is self-sabotage, guess what ends up happening?
1: You're gonna self sabotage
0: yourself. Yes. If you yeah. keep on thinking about that, you're experiencing the fe- fear of success. What's gonna keep happening? What are you gonna feel? The fear of more success.
1: fearful success. Yeah. And you'll actually end up presenting personal development. It's interesting. Mm. The deeper you dive into that realm, even though you started helping yourself and you started like, hey, I'm going to read this book to learn this lesson because my buddy said it helped him. Whatever. If you are using personal development as a crutch, maybe take some time off. Like I know that sounds opposite of what we're saying, but if you need permission to put the book down and just go inside for the next month and only read fiction books or only, you know. Do that. Do that. If you're too deep into and you don't know what direction to go.
0: Get some stop. help. Get yeah. some help. There's a, there's a lot of help available. There's a lot of resources out there that can help you with, with these issues. Get a coach. Yeah. Get a therapist. Get a counselor. Go talk to somebody. Yeah. Absolutely. A great episode, Courtney.
1: Yes. A lot going on idea. here. Make
0: Thank better choices, time. guys. I want you to start catching those fancy excuses now that we told you about them.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, and while we're at it, get out your post-it note, your whatever's near you, your journal, and just write down what your fancy excuses are that you're running right now. And just be honest with yourself. No self-shame. If you get it out, you can be aware of it. Once you're aware of it, you can do something about it, okay? There's no room for self-shame. You're actually going to deal with it.
0: There's not. And if you can, turn the dial down a little bit. Give that fancy excuse a number from 1 to 10. And let's just say it's a 7. What word, what phrase can you use to make it a six, make it a five, make it a four, bring it down so low that you can't not take action on it, that you can't not do something with it. Love it. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Force for Growth podcast. Remember to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at...
1: Force for Growth. And always remember to be a force for good.
0: A force for growth.
1: And a force for greatness. Bye. Thanks, everybody.